Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, assorted non-binary prefix sporting people, live from the shitty trailer park in Bloomington, Indiana, this is the podcast that exists for no discernible reason whatsoever, The Mad Signal. Now, your host, Matt Jablonski! Hello and welcome again to the podcast that has stopped and started more times than my erectile dysfunction. I am your host, Matt Jablonski, back again in the shitty trailer park, as always. And I just thought, well, Jake Rubel can do it, and I did it first. So that's how I'm living my life now. Everything he does, I'm claiming that I did it first. Well, in this case, there's actual proof that I did it first, but that's not the point. Honestly, if we go back, I know he's done multiple shows, but, uh... I'm just going to say I did it first and pretend that that matters in some way, even though it doesn't. Actually, what does matter is uh, from a distance, I admire this guy. He's sent a lot of positive energy my way when I haven't felt it on my own. And um, just kind of watching this dude operate really makes me feel like things are possible in a way that like, I don't without an example like that on my own uh what is the purpose of this show i don't know maybe to get my name and bullshit thoughts out there and try to like i mean i'm not going to compete with any of the major podcasts the only people that are going to listen are people who know who i am and that's like probably 28 people tops that'll actually take the time to check this out but this is the matt signal this is the reboot of the redo of the everything like uh we're gonna call this like ground zero episode one this is the fucking phantom menace up in this bitch and before you say that that's a bad movie i'm just gonna stop you right there and say i don't want to hear it this will save this franchise Jar Jar Binks was the shit, and if you hate on Jar Jar, I'm pretty sure that uh, you're a sad person, and you probably need to um, reevaluate your life, just like I do all the time. Now, with that being said, I've put some thought into a few things, like how do I want to approach this show? Uh, In the past, I would just uh, mumble on for a half an hour, sometimes an hour, whatever comes to mind, but I decided I wanted to have a little bit of structure to the show. So uh, one thing we're going to be looking at is some nerd news. Uh, I'm doing a bit of punch recording because this is my first time back in a while, and what that means is that I am going in short bursts, stopping, backtracking a little bit, cutting off a small bit of the fucking whatever I said at the tail end of uh, the, the previous recording, and then moving on from there like nothing happened whatsoever so there may be some volume inconsistencies i don't know if i'm quite ready to just rip it for a half hour straight uh so i'm gonna try this out see how it works you know like a new set of pantyhose and a a nice new skirt because you know i have those all the time um i just want to uh try to think about things that are interesting to me I want to try to stay away from negativity as much as possible. And honestly, that's been a big part of the reason I've stayed out of podcasting. I've stayed out of stand-up comedy for a while. My head was in a pretty bad place. I don't want to fucking go and shove that down everybody's throat. I'm naturally a fairly sarcastic person as it is. Uh, So 
when I'm in a, a negative mindset, it's really hard to shake myself out of that. So I've stopped and started uh, this and Death by Cheeseburger, and I used to go on the Tempting Flutal show, which I haven't heard uh, a new episode come out in quite some time. Uh, I know there's been a lot going on in that camp, and I, I can't get into it because I haven't really talked to anybody recently. But on the off chance that any of you guys happen to check this podcast out, send and love your way, brothers. Hope sometime I get to listen and maybe even participate in hijinks with you once again. Moving on, first I'd like to take a second to shout out our sponsors. Uh, first of all, uh, we have Grandpa Joe post-Golden Ticket. Uh, after they won uh, the Chocolate Factory, Grandpa Joe has sponsored the podcast, and he'd like to kindly remind all of you motherfuckers to stop talking shit. Grandpa Joe's got coke nails. If you think Grandpa Joe fucks around, you've got another thing coming. Grandpa Joe was the baddest motherfucker, and you have no idea what he had been through that laid him up in that bed, but I'll tell you what got him out of it. What got him out of it was seeing that that, that sparkle in Charlie's eyes when he found that golden ticket, was seeing that his grandson had an opportunity to get a come up. That's what got him out of bed. Grandpa Joe gives a shit. So, uh, once again, Grandpa Joe, sponsoring the podcast, kindly rem reminding you to shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> I popped myself on that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, uh, sponsoring the podcast this week, uh, The Strain um, Lemon Skittle with a Z. Uh, it's got a nice lemony scent, a nice lemony flavor, and a nice lemony 20% THC content. Smoke that shit. Um, who else? I think that might be it. Uh, well, Coke Zero. I drink a lot of that. There's no sugar, and it makes me believe that I'm drinking pop, it's not true. I mean, it's really just carbonated bullshit. Uh, you know, without the sugar, is it really pop? That's a philosophical question for a later time. I don't have time to get into that. Uh, but Coke Zero, not actually sponsoring the podcast. Um, the Death of My Hopes and Dreams sponsor everything that I do. Um, and they would like to remind me that I ain't shit. And we've got news coming out of the Iowa caucus. Pete Buttigieg and Bernie Sanders are both tied with 11 delegates in a very, very close, uh, it looks like they're within two votes of each other. But the real news to come out of the Iowa caucus is that Joe Biden is inappropriate as fuck and nobody likes him. Joe Biden, go the fuck home. In the nerd news, last weekend was Super Bowl Sunday, and Disney decided to blow their load with a bunch of trailers, and uh, subsequently, Bob Iger has announced release dates for the following, uh, The Mandalorian Season 2, coming October 2020. Who the fuck isn't looking forward to that? That show is one of the most badass examples of Star Wars... I mean, I don't want to call it filmmaking. It's a TV show. I mean, although it kind of is. Uh, it's like storytelling in the Star Wars universe that is amazing. And so many people have gravitated to that show. Baby Yoda didn't hurt things. You know how Disney go. They got to have some kind of marketable, like, cute thing and everything now. So uh, Baby Yoda it was. And if it's going to be anything... 
let's explore Yoda's fucking species. That's a great idea. That's something we have hardly any answers to. There's been two people that we know in the Star Wars universe that are from Yoda's species, Yoda and Yaddle, and we have no idea what that species is even called. So, if they're going to fucking explore that idea, I'm all for it. Also, they uh, announced the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That will premiere in August, and WandaVision will make its premiere in December. Um... I, I'm looking forward to all of this stuff. I really don't have anything bad to say about it. As far as I'm concerned, the way Marvel has gone so far, uh, everything from Iron Man or the Hulk, Iron Man and the Hulk, all the way up to uh, Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, the MCU is lit to me, man. And I said lit ironically. Let's just make that clear. That's not... A regular word that I use. Is it just me or do I sound kind of like I'm on cocaine right now? I'm not, I promise. Um, it is currently 3 a.m. and I'm rocking the mic. Um, but I think that's it for the Disney Plus side. There's really not that much to say about that. It's, I mean, I'm looking forward to everything they do at this point. Like, I know that in the theater, a lot of people feel like Disney's dropped the Star Wars ball, as it were, but. Like, it's not like we're hurting for really good Star Wars content. All you have to do is look for uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars, the animated show. That shit is phenomenal, man. And you get so much, like, character building. And, and you get Ahsoka, who is uh, um, Anakin's Padawan, and she's amazing. And you get so much time with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, it's really just a, a stellar show, and that exists. And on top of that, now we have The Mandalorian out, and I honestly haven't heard anybody sit and bash that show. Like, we've got a lot of good content. Unfortunately, Disney is always going to aim things more towards kids. And what I realized on my second viewing of the new Star Wars movie, uh, I went with my nephew, and I enjoyed it the first time. I felt the pacing, you know. I understood what people were saying about that. But then when I watched it with my nephew and I saw his mind being blown, I realized that, man, this ain't made for a 33-year-old man. If I enjoy it, good. And if not, well, fuck me. I'm not going to buy anything. Like, I'm not. The only thing I'm going to buy is going to be for my nephew. So I, I get where they're coming from uh, in some respects. I think they definitely could have done some better character arcs. You know, bringing Palpatine back again, to me it makes sense. I mean, he was the he was the big bad for the whole Skywalker saga. And to me, that makes sense. Um, to others, I understand where you're coming from. Um, but for me, I've enjoyed it all. Uh, maybe it's not what George Lucas would have done, but George Lucas sold the right to do that. Uh, it's not his story anymore. And that's just the truth. So... I think a lot of people have really got to think about like how seriously they're taking these movies now, um, because real like it's not ruining anything. Uh, the original trilogy, the sequel trilogy, it all still exists, and there's plenty of good Star Wars content. Like, I'm sorry that you didn't enjoy this trilogy, but to uh, rage the fuck out about it suggests to me that you might need a life. I don't know, I could be wrong, you could be knee-deep in puss every day. Or some other variation of that, depending on your gender and sexuality. But, with that being said, 
I'm looking forward to all of these things. I'm looking forward to the way they're planning to expand the MCU into multiple television shows. Uh, and I like the fact that I only got to pay six bucks and I get all this content, man. I, as far as I'm concerned, Disney's rocking it right now. And I, I can't like, I just can't get on board with the haters, not with the haters. I'm sorry. In related news, it has been reported on several uh, news sites. Uh, the one I'm using right now, Geeky... What? Uh, hang on, I don't have my glasses on. And I'm just going to keep this in because you're hearing me be stupid. Uh, GeekTyrant.com is reporting that Sam Raimi is in talks to direct the new Doctor Strange movie uh, into the universe of madness... Or in the universe of madness. Um... Uh, let's try that again. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That's important because if you know about Marvel Comics, you know the multiverse plays a big part. Uh, there are several different lines, each one representing uh, in the comics, several different lineups, each representing different universes. Sometimes those universes cross over, and it looks as if they're going to be opening up those possibilities in the new movie. Uh, Sam Raimi, as a lot of people may know, uh, directed Evil Dead. He also directed the Spider-Man trilogy uh, with Tobey Maguire. Uh, one and two were both very good movies. Uh, three, I think that Sony got a little too handsy with, and we didn't really get Sam Raimi's vision there. Um, there were some, some good parts, some good parts, some highlights, but overall it felt like really clunky and not exactly the movie we were hoping for, um, at the end of that trilogy, but he is a, a very noteworthy director. Uh, most of what he's done is, uh, or a lot of what he's done, I should say, is in the horror genre, which, let's I'll be totally honest with you, the only time I watch horror flicks is when I'm hanging out with a chick who really likes horror flicks. They don't scare me that bad. I mean, jump scares get the fuck out of me. Like, they get me every time. But, like, it, I don't like gore porn. Like, I'm not way into, like, super blood and guts. Um, and the hack and slash stuff is cool. Like... Friday the 13th, Halloween, the classics, you know, Hellraiser, Child's Play, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, all that stuff. But, like, uh, outside of that, I'm not, like, a super horror dude, so I haven't seen all of his stuff. Uh, but what I have seen, like, the dude's obviously very talented. And, I mean, if he can work together cohesively with, uh, with Kevin Feige and everybody uh, who's responsible for running the MCU, then I see no reason this can't be an awesome entry into the Marvel cin Cinematic Universe. Help us open up a whole world of other possibilities. Uh, who knows? Because, like, uh, Marvel Disney has just reacquired the rights to so many of their iconic characters. They're going to be working them in. Uh, you know, we lost Iron Man, we lost Captain America, we lost Black Widow in theory. We don't know until we see the new movie here. But, like, uh, they're going to have to open up different possibilities. So we have the X-Men, the Fantastic Four. Uh, apparently now uh, Disney and Marvel have reacquired the movie rights uh, for, like, solo Hulk endeavors. So, like... If they wanted to explore multiple Hulks, I, there's all kinds of different takes on the Hulk and the Hulk's little sub-universe inside the Marvel universe. So there's a lot they could do there. Um, 
you know, all of those associated rogues. Um, there's just, there's a lot going to be coming down the pike in the MCU. I think a lot of people are prematurely forecasting the doom of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think that as long as Kevin Feige's in charge, there's nothing to worry about. The dude hasn't steered me wrong yet. Things are great. Um, I know that, like, it's not like it's one person generating all of this content, but it is one person sort of approving it all, and they've done a really good job of quality control and avoided, like, major plot holes that you would think in a, in a 22-movie 20, yeah, series there would be inevitably there would be giant gaping potholes or plot holes, but there's really not. Um, I mean, there's a few things here and there, little details, things they've had to change, you know, uh, but really, I mean, who can look at that whole collective and say they've done a bad job? I'd like you to show me your work. Um, so that's something to look forward to. Uh, Sam Raimi potentially in the MCU. And to bring the nerd news around to a nice, light-hearted landing, um, uh, uh, the Batman, uh, Robert Pattinson, has been named the world's most handsome man by a celebrity facial surgeon. You can see why this made the news, right? Because Batman is dead sexy. How can you argue with those cheekbones? Uh, I'm not really into sparkly vampires, but I am looking forward to what this dude is going to do with Bruce Wayne and Batman going forward. Unfortunately, Ben Affleck's time was mired with personal demons and bad writing, and I don't think we ever really got to see what he was capable of in that role. There were a couple little glimpses of it. I overall don't hate Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice or Justice League. I think that the design of Steppenwolf in Justice League was atrocious, but I can get past that. I think there was a lot of good in that movie. Obviously, uh, Aquaman is a great casting, and, and Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot is doing, Gal Gadot is doing great. Um, I'm interested to see where they go with Urza Miller's Flash, which I hear popped up in the Crisis on Infinite Earth saga, which I have not gotten a chance to watch yet. Um, I just, I'm really looking forward. I, I want to see where they're going to go with Batman always. Like, I never want there to not be new Batman movies on the horizon. I don't care if they have to change actors like their Bond characters, you know, it's, it's fine. I just want to know that there's always going to be more Batman. Sometimes it's going to be a hit. Sometimes it's going to be a miss. I um, probably don't. I love the 1989 Batman movie because it came out when I was three years old. My grandma owned a VHS copy of it. I watched it every time I went over to her house. Um, I think that Jack Nicholson chewed the scenery and had a great, like, you could tell he was having fun in that role, and that really kind of made it pop. Um, but there was a lot about the way they handled Batman that I didn't really agree with. You know, uh, raining down machine gun fire on the city uh, is one thing that I guess if he had rubber bullets or something like that, maybe it would make sense. But uh, there were little things that I didn't kind of agree with. But, like, overall... Tim Burton did a good job. Um, as far as Batman and Robin and Batman Forever, eh, take them or leave them. 
the uh, Nolan Batman trilogy was phenomenal. Like, I don't care what anybody says. I like Dark Knight Rises. I think Batman Begins is underrated. And Dark Knight is Dark Knight. I always want there to be more Batman content coming, man. It's the same in the comic books. Why can't it be that way in the movies? Sometimes they switch up. They go to different artists and writers, and we see a slightly different uh, visual uh, when they change shows uh, on the animated TV shows and things like that. The movies, the DC extended uh, or the DC animated universe, they change voice actors. You know, it's fine. James Bond, he's never the same actor more than, like, three or four movies. Like, that's not a bad thing to me. These are eternal characters. As far as I'm concerned, you could release a Batman movie this year where he dies and release a brand-new Batman movie next year, and as long as you don't make me sit through fucking Thomas and Martha Wayne getting murdered one more time, I'm going to be totally chill with it. So... Go ahead, man. Let's see what Robert Pattinson has, man. What's he got in his utility belt? Uh, Hopefully he's packing, and I'm looking forward to this. And finally, I just want to take a second and kind of get real, so I might stutter all over myself a little bit here. I've already been doing that a little bit in the last segment. Uh, You know, as I noted earlier in the show, it's after 3 a.m. I'm a little sleepy, Um, but... There are um, a lot of things that I've been struggling with as of late. Uh, I thought that when I quit my job, it was like going to be just great. And then I realized that I was entering into a period of isolation. Uh, I'm not sure if that was actually what I wanted when I quit my job, maybe. Um, Was to keep to myself, to really kind of try to have a dialogue with myself and see what is going on um and i'm gonna be honest it's um it's it's a bit cluttered (laughs) in my head and my creativity has been stifled i i haven't done stand-up comedy since right after i left my job and we're coming up on i think we just passed seven months um i know now that i can go back to that um employer uh, anytime that I choose, uh, most likely I've, uh, had some social media tay to day. How do you say it? Tay to tays with them. Um, but it's nothing I wouldn't say to management to their face. And they know that, um, but that's not the point. I'm not going to get into like a, a, a company and all that. Like, I'm not going to call anybody out and then put it out on this, but I don't know if it was that I was sick of my job or that I just needed to strip myself away from everything and really just have this conversation with myself. But what I've realized in that time is that uh, the, uh, the negative forces within me are strong. Um, They are determined to take me down and I have to try really hard to focus on doing the right thing. I'm going to share with whomever chooses to listen to this. This is a sad thing, but it happened. I actually yesterday had a great day as far as my diet went. Like I've been trying to do this thing where I'll start off every day. I'll try real hard to start off with something healthy and then maintain it. Like every, it's a moment to moment thing because I've used food and withdrawing as coping mechanisms for quite some time. 
It's really easy to put on weight, let me tell you. I dropped 20 pounds, and I have no idea how many more I put back on immediately after that. But tonight, uh, after yesterday, I did so well. At the end of the day, I made six cookies. Instead of making one cookie or two cookies, I made six. So, of course, I ate six. And then I started into this uh, today. And I, um, I had some eggs, you know, I did a couple. And then I... I got, uh, I had to go out and do my, you know, what I call work, uh, for a couple hours. And along the way, I grabbed me a couple double hamburgers cause that McDonald's cheese is just not for me. And then, um, I got a uh, 10 piece chicken nuggies, which is okay. I mean, that's probably like 800 calories or something like it's, it's a bit much, but I hadn't had that much all day. It was all right. Um, but then I basically, I don't know if I forgot or just said, fuck it, but I hit subway on the way home and I ate two foot long subs and then puked them up. That's what happened. Uh, it's not a regular occurrence, but it it has happened before. And I realized that I am out of control as far as the diet goes. And I am uh, hoping that maybe by checking in once or twice a week through a podcast and knowing that I'm going to have to share this information, that maybe it'll be a form of accountability for me because I clearly lack discipline. Unfortunately, I can't do that in the accent from South Park anymore because everything is racist, but I don't want to gorge food and then puke on a regular basis. In fact, I, what really bothers me more than anything is that my body hurts. It hurts like a bitch. And it's sometimes really hard to be in a good mood when you're in a lot of pain. Like it takes effort. And sometimes I just don't have the energy and it's a self-fulfilling negative, eventually kill yourself cycle that I'm in. And it's going to be a battle. And so I'm thinking, hopefully, that if I start to do things like the podcast, if I can um, talk myself past my anxiety, get back on stage, do some stand-up, spend a little more time around more positive people, uh, even though I do sort of hang in the back, I have a hard time going around and talking to everyone, um... And unless you come talk to me, in which case, like, I'm much more receptive to that. Um, but I'm hoping that through small, um, attainable, positive goals, I can get this thing back on track. Because between that and smoking cigarettes, I am fucking myself up. And so I, uh, between, you know, riffing on the news a little bit, a uh, little fun opening segment, just trying to sort of, I don't know, uh, exercise my brain a little bit and maybe have a little serious chat here where like I can share what I'm going through, my struggle. Maybe other people out there are struggling with things too. And uh, maybe in so doing, hopefully generate some positive momentum going forward. Uh, I've said it a million times. I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to exercise. So what I'm going to say this time is moment by moment, I'm going to try to make the best decision that I can. And I know 
that I'm going to fail at times, and that's okay as long as I start getting to a point where I'm succeeding more than I'm failing. And here lately, it's been uh, just like my podcast, a stoppy-starty kind of thing, but like I've, I've made some better choices where I've went to the grocery store instead of going to the to the fast food or, you know, here and there. Um, and so I'm just going to try to build on those little things I've already done rather than get caught up in all the negativity of how I felt when I had to go and barf up my second dinner tonight. Um, but it's, I mean, like if we're being honest, it's probably a good thing. I did that. Like I really didn't need to process all of that bread. Honestly, the meat, like, well, that, the tuna wouldn't be too bad, but then I had a BMT. God damn, those are good. But like, not as good coming out. It like, there's a point when it's bread, it feels like you're pooping out of your mouth, and it's unpleasant. And then you gotta do the brush your teeth and mouthwash, and which is, I mean, that you should do. Uh, but let's hope that tomorrow or today, um, I'm able to make a little better choices than that, and at least. If I go eat something crappy, I don't eat uh, a metric fuck ton of it. So, <clears throat> as far as, you know, that's a bit of a downer to, to uh, bring around at the end. So, what I'd like to do is to try to turn it into a positive and say that I wish everyone who's struggling with some kind of demon, I wish you the best of luck today in dealing with that um however you view it inside of you that uh, pulls you down, makes it harder to make positive choices. Like, look, I give a fuck. I may not hit you up all the time. I may not send a million texts checking on you, but I care and I wish the best for you. And I hope that we all have a better day today with our demons than we did yesterday. And I hope to see or uh, uh, speak to you all soon. Uh, that's my time. We're about to come up on 30 minutes right now. So goodbye.